I'm Amanda Rizzani with Digital CXO, and I'm excited to be here with Amanda Bentley. She is the Senior Director of Integration Sales Americas for Toby. How are you doing today? I'm doing super great. Thank you. It's it's uh, wonderful to be here. I appreciate you having us today. Thank you. So we actually met virtually through the Augmented World Expo a little bit ago, and you had some speaking sessions. There was some great information shared. Can you let our audience know what is Toby exactly and what services do you provide? Absolutely. Uh, so at Toby, we believe we are building uh, solutions and technologies uh, shaping the future. Started about 20 years ago when we built the world's first remote eye tracker. And for those that aren't familiar with eye tracking, it's a sensor technology. It does just as it sounds. It's tracking the eye, uh, more specifically measuring and decoding different eye movements, features about the eye and uh, a person's gaze. It's, uh, it's been around long before Toby. We didn't invent eye tracking, but we did make it a lot better. So in the past, the systems used to be quite bulky and intrusive. You couldn't really move. And uh, Toby came and really revolutionized that. So when we say remote eye tracker, it means nothing attached to you. It's as easy as looking at a computer screen. You can actually move naturally, um, which really helped the technology then take off. Um, and we see it in so many use cases today because the information you can extract from the eye and eye tracking technology is extremely powerful. So it's a foundational technology. It's used in applications uh, for providing deeper insights. So for instance, in medical or behavioral research, uh, it's used for improving user experience when designing new products or trying to improve or the interaction with technology. Um, it's used to uh, enhance education and training in schools and workplace settings, and uh, also a lot of use cases uh, around health and safety for like athletes, drivers, and others. So we have proprietary solutions, kind of like out-of-the-box um, solutions for research, enterprise, consumer-grade products. Um, and then we also have platforms, so components, kind of the bits and pieces and services to help companies then take our technology and embed it into their own products. So for instance, uh, we were talking about AWE. Uh, well, Toby's technology is actually in the virtual reality headset, the Sony PlayStation VR 2, um, but it's also in like surgical robots. So it's, it's quite expansive uh, where you can actually find eye tracking technology. And so now we're the global leader in eye tracking and it's all really about understanding the human mind, trying to uh, make human life better. We're just really on a mission to build technology that uh, understands understands people. And so in attention, intent, decision-making, that type of thing. And that's how we think we are uh, shaping for a better future. Wow, I have so many questions. <laughs> this, this sounds fascinating. And congratulations for being the leader in this technology. You listed off so many use cases. I'd love to go a little bit more in depth yeah. that direction. So um, let's start with the video gaming industry. How do you see this uh, technology being used and, and what does it mean for the future of the gaming world? So today it's, uh, so if we're talking about PC, let's start with PC uh, gaming. 
Uh, today it's used in, I think we're over like 160 titles now where you can actually use the eye tracking uh, to enhance the gameplay, actually immerse the player in the game. They can use their eyes to help control or move around or navigate uh, or even their head and navigate uh, around. Uh, so if you think of like different simulation games when you're driving and things like that, it just makes it much more natural, actually feel like you are in the game. Um, but then there's also different things you can do around analytics. So trying to understand, you know, how to improve your gameplay. You can even stream and have people watch you, you know, if you're like an expert and, and uh, players can kind of see what you're looking at, uh, what you attend to uh, as you are going through and navigating through different games. So on the PC side, uh, we have like a peripheral that you can add onto any monitor any pc monitor and uh if it's uh, if we're embedded one of those games then you can basically use the eye tracking as part of that game uh we're also already uh have a technology embedded into a few different gaming laptops that uh, are out on the market so you don't have to buy anything additional it's already built into the devices um and then as we mentioned in uh, vr so in VR, it's the same thing, but in VR, obviously, it's already an immersive experience. So the eye tracking can also help um, with the immersion, but also with give you things like superpowers when you're playing like uh, uh, games that include like hand and eye uh, coordination and things like that. Just make it feel much more natural and real. And then there's also this other really cool thing happening in the background that often the user doesn't even know about where the eye tracking technology is actually improving the device, the performance of the device. So allowing manufacturers uh, that are building these solutions and application developers and game developers that are building these solutions um, provide better performance through a technology called uh, dynamic foveated rendering, which basically is just meaning we know where you're looking, the game knows where you're looking, so it can really put all the graphics and, and detail into that space and kind of blur out everything around it, helping save on like GPU and power and things like that. So even if it's not part of the interactive experiences, there's some things going on in the background, you know, to help the device as well. So interesting, very interesting. How do we see this technology affecting the healthcare industry, especially I would think um, in the optometry industry itself, but then moving on into other aspects of healthcare, how does it help there? Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, I can see that you can see like the natural uh, where eye tracking can help in different type of vision care. Um, so one area where it's growing quite, uh, it's actually expansionally growing right now is with the launch of the Pico Neo 3 Pro i, which is a standalone VR headset with the Tobii eye tracking built in. Um, it's allowing uh, these professional companies, scientific companies, um, build in uh, applications that you would see when you go to an optometrist, kind of like on the, the big desktop uh, solutions, kind of take those big solutions, clunky solutions, and do the same thing in a VR headset. So like visual, uh, virtual field testing, things for like glaucoma, there's some other like binocular vision testing. So that is awesome because it allows it to also then move out of the optometrist, out of the doctor's office, and get to remote areas or rural areas. Um, 
get into patients' homes, get into centers where you can bring the technology to people. Um, and that's all happening now because we have the eye tracking and we have the standalone uh, VR headset, which is basically you just put it on your headset or you just put it on your head and um, it can take you right through uh, a different type of assessment or, or test just like you would do in the doctor's office. And then there's also brain health. So the eye being directly connected to the brain, um, you can actually then use different eye movements, uh, different features of the eye, like the rate at which somebody is blinking, uh, how open the eye is, uh, the pupil size, but also just how people look at um, certain stimuli. You know, there's a typical way people look at stimuli and then people that may be suffering from different type of brain injuries, like a concussion, but even like um, Alzheimer's, uh, Parkinson's, uh, they might actually, their eyes might not be able to track or look at that same stimuli like a, a typical person would. So it's an indicator or biomarker sometimes for something happening in the brain. So we work with a lot of partners uh, that are using VR tools, but also some of the screen-based tools. Um, and they have their applications built on our eye trackers. And then now they can provide often a quicker, uh, often an objective. So if you think you go to the doctor and it's like the follow my finger test, it's more or less kind of replicating that. It's a little bit more than that, but replicating that in the digital space, making it objective, making it easy, and then giving the doctors information to help them make the diagnoses. Wow. So as we're talking, I have two questions that have come to mind. Yep. The first one is, we've talked a lot about full virtual headsets. Do you yep. think this technology could be streamlined into just like a, a light pair of glasses or even just um, a screen? You're staring at a screen and it can track your eyes just looking at a screen. Absolutely. So yes, yeah, so the screen, that technology exists today. So we have uh, as I was mentioning, like USB peripherals that you can add on to any piece, any monitor, so laptop. Um, uh, but then there uh, is also technology that we also have existing today where it's built into a pair of glasses, right into the lenses of a pair of glasses, very discreet. Um, and somebody can walk around a natural environment and we can track um, exactly what they're looking at. And then we are also building this technology with the size and the power requirements and everything for augmented. Uh, reality, uh, which will hopefully come here soon. Um, so yeah, absolutely. It is, uh, it's very uh, unobtrusive. Um, you can just look at a screen, you can walk around an environment, you can have a, you know, a, like a, almost like a pair of Oakley's on your head uh, and the technology built right into the. And so that goes into my, my next question also, which is, um, so you have this tracking technology and a lot of that's being used for um, data collection, it sounds like, and um, various different fields. Could we use this eye tracking technology to essentially, you can use your eyes to make things happen, like to interact um, instead of, you know, like someone with a disability, they could use their eyes like blink or look at something to interact and make something happen. Absolutely. So that is also a technology that exists today. So we actually have a sister company that's spun out of our company called Toby Dynavox, and they have assistive and augmentative uh, communication devices. So you can use the eye, 
exactly. So if you can't use your voice or your hands, you can use it to communicate for you. There's different speech generating software, but you can also, you know, use it just to navigate uh, the internet and basically, you know, just try to live life um, as a, uh, as if you weren't able to communicate or speak with your voice or your hands. So um, it is a phenomenal uh, use case for our technology, absolutely. But um, yeah, in addition to just the assistive and augmentative communication work uh, use case, I mean, this is being used in like work life. So for uh, efficiency, when people are, you know, using the, the computer quite a bit, instead of using the mouse, you can look exactly where you want the mouse pointer to go and then click so it just kind of minimizes the you know moving around uh, the mouse or moving if you have multiple screens like i do and you're trying to find your mouse just little things like that and there's been studies and partners that we have that that have kind of done the research to see how much time these little uh um, tricks that the eye trackers can help do will actually save um, in productivity so it's actually quite fascinating Wow. So I know the enterprise is always uh, looking at digital transformation and um, how they can level up. And with this technology, I believe there are many other use cases. And I just want to ask about a few more if you have yeah. some examples. I believe you mentioned the automotive industry. So how can this technology improve the automotive industry? So yeah, we're working in multiple facets of the uh, automotive industry. So everything from, again, going back to like the design, the human interaction um, with like the console and the tech and in infotainment. Um, also when the designers are, are building the devices quite often, uh, the showroom shopping uh, for cars, uh, driver performance, uh, improving driver, driver schools. Um, but I think one of the most exciting things is uh, we have now ventured into what's called um, driver monitoring systems. So using the eye tracker, very similar to, as we mentioned, for some of the medical use cases, but to measure somebody's cognitive state. So if they are drowsy, uh, distracted, and this is built right into the vehicle and then can, of course, provide alerts or help the person uh, move into safety and, and things like that. So it's all about um, helping the driver uh, increase safety and and just uh, hopefully, actually, it's mandated that this uh, these types of systems should be built into cars uh, in Europe and hopefully soon in the U.S. So it won't be long probably till uh, everybody has these awesome safety features in their vehicles. Wow. Okay, well, we could probably go all day about cases, but I think our audience has heard some really amazing technology use cases already. And so last question, where do you see the future of this technology a year from now? And what is Toby working on next? Yeah, so absolutely. We're going to continue in the automotive space, um, continue with the, the healthcare and med tech. A lot of those customers that we're working with, they're just really starting to get their applications um, up and running. Um, so looking to see the, the new applications that can come in that space. As I mentioned, we're focusing quite a lot on VR and AR devices, working with various industry partners um, to launch those next generation devices. Um, and then it's kind of all about uh, a little bit about our philosophy of what we call like attention computing. So 
Eye tracking is the core of our technology, but it's a lot more than just that. So, of course, you know, you and I, we're communicating here. We're relying on our senses to gather information. Our brains are processing it. It's the same thing. It's getting that uh, into technology so it can also understand, gather and process data, um, collect, uh, you know, processing signals generated by motion, audio, visual sensors, using deep learning, all of that stuff, removing the barriers between people and technology. Um, we think this is the next generation of human-computer interaction. So today it's keyboards, it's mice, it's touchpads. In the future, what we're working towards is more intuitive communication using sounds, using gestures, using movements, using the eyes. Fantastic. Well, I want to thank you, Amanda, for coming on our show and sharing your insights with us today. Yes, absolutely. Thank you for having us here. Look forward to speaking again soon. Thank you.